Welcome to 300 Seconds with Eduardo Solis. You are listening to episode number 76. I sing the retail electric. Like most folks, I've had jobs that weren't exactly what I wanted to do at the time. But, as we all know, even a lousy job is better than none. One such job was at my friendly neighborhood electronics retailer. I was happy to be working, but I would have been even happier if I had been placed in the video game or the computer department because I happen to know lots about both of those things. Instead, I got placed in home theater. Not exactly my first love. This was back when tube television sets were still around. Digital TV was just beginning to make its splashy debut, but at the time there really wasn't a whole lot to watch, especially since I wasn't in a major city. Not even PBS had started digitally broadcasting in our city yet, so selling the few HD TVs that we did have was a royal pain. To show the awesomeness that digital was going to bring into our customers' homes, we set up two Sony 32-inch Trinitron TVs next to each other. One was old-school analog and the other one was high-definition. Of course, the cost of the HD set was a few hundred dollars more than the analog one, so we were encouraged to show them to our customers and have them gaze into the future. And, of course, pay us a little more for the privilege to continue to do so at home. All of my customers gazed into the future and decided that it wasn't worth the few hundred extra bucks. I honestly don't think I even sold one of those TV sets. We sold DVD-VCR player combos, but DVD recorders were just starting to make their way into computers, so it was just a matter of time until somebody put a DVD recorder and a VCR together. On occasion, a customer would ask if we had such a device. For months, the answer to that question was a big fat no. Finally, we got a VCR with a DVD recorder built into it. It was a Zenith branded unit that cost a cool 500 bucks. I showed that unit to the next customer that asked and was promptly told, 500? Why is that so expensive? It was times like that when I just wanted to tell them, get the hell out of my store and go to Walmart. DVD players were starting to come down in price at around that time. One in particular would catch the attention of our customers. It was a cheapo off-brand model that was notable for two reasons. First of all, it was significantly smaller than most of the rest. And second of all, it cost $50. We would get a pallet stacked with about 100 of those things about 3 feet high. It would get plopped in the middle of an aisle and we might sell maybe one or two a day. So obviously $50 wasn't cheap enough. Then one magical Sunday, that DVD player would go down in price from $50 to $35, and everybody had to have one. By early Sunday afternoon, every DVD player on that pallet was gone. You might be thinking, that's awesome. Not awesome, because for the rest of the week, everybody who did not get their $35 DVD player on Sunday would come in asking for a rain check. Or at least they would ask for a rain check after asking a bunch of stupid questions that I would have to answer. No, we're not hiding any in the back. No, I can't sell you the display model. Yes, we did actually have some on Sunday morning. Yes, I can give you a rain check. No, I don't know when we're getting more of them. Blah, blah, blah. I could set my watch to it. Now that I think back on it, maybe I should have hidden some in the back. If there was one group of customers that I hated, it was the hagglers. Returned items would be placed on an end cap with a certain percentage taken off for missing remote controls, missing cables, scratch and dent, so on and so forth. Most people would give those items a wayward glance and move on. Every now and then, you would get somebody that wanted to haggle, usually for ridiculous markdowns. No, sir, we are not going to sell you a brand new TV set for 75% off just because it's missing the remote control. And no, sir, you are not doing us a favor by getting rid of it for us. 
I hated hagglers. I went to my manager exactly once with such a request. Of course, he turned it down. After that, I figured I was better off not wasting my boss's time, so the next time one of those jerk faces came up with a deal that was too stupid to be true, I would ask them to wait for a few moments so I could give their proposal to my manager and be back with the answer. Under that guise, I would go to the back of the store, waste a few minutes of time sweeping the floor or drawing with the delivery guys, and then return and tell the customer that, well, I'm sorry, but the manager said no. The cheapskate got the answer that they were going to get anyway, my boss didn't get interrupted, and I would get a quick break. I think that qualifies as a win-win. This has been 300 seconds. The next episode will be posted after I do some shopping online. I am Eduardo Solis, and I thank you for listening.